Derek Moneyberg here. You're about to download some key money-making philosophies in your head with this next lesson. And once you do, go to moneyberg.com and let's accelerate your success even faster. In the background in my life, you know, I was a misfit kid. I was always in trouble for something. I'm a high school dropout. I was in jail when I was 17. I was back in jail when I was 18, when I was supposed to be in high school. And, uh, you know, later, I got tired of that. I went to community, I, I took my little GED test. I got a little scholarship money for two free classes at my community college. And then uh, I took them and I kept going to school. And I graduated there with highest honors and I went to a good private school. Um, finished my bachelor's there, highest honors. Went to University of Chicago for grad school later. Um, had very good grades there as well, also honors. Um, I didn't do that just because I wanted a job. I just wanted to, if you don't learn stuff, you just stay dumb. If you don't learn new things every day, you, just, you know, you're, you're stuck right where you're at. And about the time you stop actively learning every day, you don't get to stay there or just a decline. That's the, that was the apex, and then you start your, your gradual decline. You don't get to stay in one spot. You don't get to just stay there. It's like, you know, had good grades. My business was doing pretty good at that time. I haven't had a job since I was 19. I quit my last job when I was 19. I grew up poor as fuck, so now I don't have a trust fund or something like that. My father was in prison through my childhood. My uncle was in prison through my childhood. I'm not competing with you guys, by the way. You all have your own fucked up story. I'm just giving you a couple bullet points about mine. Maybe one of you has your own fucked up story. Some are a lot worse than mine. I just thought it sucked. I, I was very disappointed with my childhood, and I wanted to go do a lot better. And if you guys aren't disappointed with your current situation, you're not going to do any better. You're stuck right there. And you're just trying to start your decline. You're just going to start that decline. You don't get to stay in one spot. You know, my business partner, my primary business partner, one from real estate, he came and talked at my business conference in New York a few weeks ago. Uh, used to play in the NFL, made a lot more money in real estate than I ever made playing football. But um, he had a great coach. You guys know Jimmy Johnson? I'm not a sports guy, but a lot of guys know who Jimmy Johnson is. He's really a, really a legendary football coach, you know? So my buddy won two championships with him in college, in college, before Jimmy was an NFL coach. And uh, he, he says that all the time. He mentioned that, you know, he, he, I've heard him say it many times, but he mentioned it a couple weeks ago at my business talk, is, uh, you know, Jimmy would say that, you know, you don't get to stay in one place. You, you know, every day you're getting better or you're getting worse. You're not one place. You're either getting better, you did something today to make your life better, or the default is it just gets worse. If you didn't do something to make it better, it got worse. And if you don't know that, it's, it's not because it didn't get worse, it's because you're too fucking stupid to, to realize the reality that if you didn't proactively make it better and you don't know what that was, it's getting worse. You don't want to be in that spot. It's not a good place to live. You know, a lot of people live their life like that. People, you know, people spend a lot of money on entertainment. They spend a lot of money on entertainment and distractionary shit so they can like pretend that that's not true. It doesn't make it untrue. It just means you're distracted and you're gonna get less done. And you know, you're, you, you kind of put yourself in a delusional state where you can be distracted and uh, you know, ignore the reality of your, your life situation of that better or worse scenario. It doesn't change it, it just means that, well, you know, objective reality is gonna persist longer than your delusions, longer than your distractions. And you, know, you, you accrue a debt in the background of the, the opportunity cost of what you could have done, but you weren't doing. Failed the relationships that you failed to create. Fraction of what you could have been. Fraction of the fun you could have had. Fraction of the money that you could have made. Money just means freedom, by the way. 
all the money buys, you know, the, the two great things that money buys you is like logistical convenience, that you can go places that you want to go and do things that you want to do. You know, make sure you don't have to spend time with assholes you don't like. I think the biggest gift of money is that you know, I don't have to spend time with people that I don't enjoy. If I don't enjoy my time with those people, and it doesn't matter how much money they have. If you have it, when you feel like you have enough money, you just do what you want. You get to go where you want to go, spend your day doing the things you'd like to do instead of some fake ass shit that you feel like you have to do. So anybody here that doesn't like money? Is there anybody here that doesn't like money? I'd rather be, who's, there's a dumbass here somewhere who, you know, identify yourself dumbass. They said, you know, I'd rather be happy than have money. Is it one of those? I don't believe you, you're just raising your hand because I put some pressure on it. No, there's some dumb fuck in here. You know, you know who you are. You know who you are, numb nuts. You know you were born from your mother's ass. She told you the story how you bumped your head on the way out, you fucking turd. And if you think that money and happiness are mutually exclusive, it's, you know, you, you, money just means freedom, dumbass. Money just means you have the freedom to spend your time how you want to instead of doing things you feel like you have to. Money just means you're in a situation so, you know, one day when somebody depends on you, one day when you have a friend or a loved one, somebody that you care about, and they have a, a situation that they can't fix, you might be resourceful enough to help them with it. And you're going to make decisions while you're young, you know, do you want to build your life that way, that you would be a good resourceful friend, that you would be a good resourceful man with your family, with your loved ones, with your partners? Or do you want to substitute to leisure right now and not do difficult things and not go create the wealth and abundance and opportunities that you could have had? And, you know, how are you going to feel about that later? When something legitimate comes up with a family, with your family, with your friends, with a loved one, and you're an incompetent turd, you don't want to do the things that would have led to that abundance in your life, the freedom to help your people. Is that who you are? You get to decide, you get to vote with your actions every day, what kind of life you're going to live, where you're going to be. Just a couple thoughts. If you want an extraordinary outcome, you're going to have to do something extraordinary. It's just like the, the world is not so insane to go highly rewarding people who don't do shit. So, you know, I, I, I try to help those people. That's what I say here, I come here, I say it's, it's like triage. It's like there's few people here that are serious, they want to help themselves. I can't help somebody that don't want to help themselves. You know, I don't, if, if you don't love yourself enough to invest in yourself, no wonder other people don't like you either. So I had to go, I started with books, because that's because I was poor and dumb, and I didn't have anything else. And, you know, uh, I, I, one more point I was going to make is, like, the reason I was fucking in trouble as a kid, I was always suspended from school or, you know, I went to jail a couple times as a teenager, um, always for violence, by the way, you know. Why? It's, well, I just, you know, I was in a rough environment. I didn't know any better. I didn't have somebody to say, hey, dumbass, you know, come over here and do this shit instead, you fucking fool. You know, and I probably would have cursed you at him if they said that to me, but if, but if they said it a second time, I might have paid attention, you know? You know, I'll tell you one, one more note. I'll tell you a mentor that I did have. This is a, a true but ridiculous story where I was in jail the second time. I was 18. I was supposed to be finishing my high school, you know, my senior year in high school. In high school, all my grades were like an A or a D. So I either, I, if I enjoyed a class and I participated, I had an A in that class. If I just wasn't too engaged with it, I'd kind of, yeah, you know, 
teacher would usually give me a D. I deserved an F, but teacher would usually give me a D because I had this, this fucking kid and they fucking pushed me along, you know? They didn't, they didn't want to fail me out of the class because they knew I was pretty smart and you know, some other circumstances in my life. So they, they were lenient on me, you know, which is, I don't know, probably it was a good thing overall, but, um, but I got some Ds that it should have been Fs. I, I didn't deserve the D even, you know? Any case, um, when I, I was locked up, uh, I was 18, I was 17, and then I came home. And then uh, I, was, I was locked up for three weeks, came out on bond, and then went, uh, went to court. And I had to make a decision at age 17. I guess I just turned 18 by this time. At age 18, I had to make a decision. Do I want to go back to jail for 10 weeks? In which case, they'll drop one of those charges entirely, and they'll reduce the other one to a misdemeanor. And I don't have any felony convictions as an adult if you did that. You know, or do I want to just not, you know, skip that jail part and have my couple of felony convictions? And that's a decision where I had to make. Was like, well, do you believe in a brighter future for yourself where you want to go do something else or be somebody else? Or are you just going to go down a, a path, you know, like my father, like my uncle, like a lot of other people that were around me at that time? Because, you know, there was, there was a time I grew up very, you know, poor by American standards. I've been to third world countries. I know what real poverty looks like. It's, it's something very different. So I understand and I don't mean to belittle them or disrespect them uh, telling a sad American story, you know? But, um, you know, I, I probably objectively grew up in the, the second or third percentile of American wealth. It's, it's pretty shitty. It's, it's quite shit. I really disliked it. And because you, you're around people like that that have the type of a, a scarcity mindset and, uh, you know, very narrow vision, scarcity of resources, et cetera, um, you know, I, I had those thoughts too for a long time, you know, through most of my childhood. And, um, you know, I, I mentioned to him that, you know, there, there's a time in my life where I, I wouldn't have done anything if I didn't know how much money it was going to be worth. I didn't want to do anything. I wanted to know what, what is the return. If I did this, what, what is the guaranteed return? What is it worth? Or then I was smart enough to understand expected value instead of guaranteed return or things like that. Um, you know, I don't think that way now. If you had enough, and you know, there's plenty of people around LA that have a lot more money than I do, okay? I, I don't have to work another day in my life. I have a very, very comfortable life. If our, if our country doesn't, uh, if the US economy stays strong for the rest of my lifetime, I don't need to make any more money. I'm just talking about the security part of it, you know? If we don't have a default in our country where we're taking over in a military conflict, then uh, I'm gonna have a very, very comfortable life. I'll do whatever I want, fly wherever I want, eat whatever I want, stay in four or five star hotels, it's gonna be great. But when, when you, when I, I felt like when I had those financial resources in order, which is my early 30s, I think 31 really, but I think I was 33, uh, I was 33 by the time I understood that I was kind of retired at 31, but I just didn't know it at the time because I was too busy working yet. <laughs> but I, uh, I thought to myself, you know, like, well, what do you want to do with the rest of your time? You know, if you had, if you had the, if you, if you possessed the freedom to spend your time as you generally wish to, well, how do you spend your time then? I'm like, well, I'd like to go travel. I'd like to go travel. I'd like to hang out with cool guys that I, that I enjoy and that I respect and that I can learn some things from. We can go have some great adventures together. And then I thought, well, well how do I spend my time right now? Well, that's what, that's kind of exactly what I do, ain't it? I go travel all around the world. I got great friends everywhere. Everywhere I go, people are, you know, come to dinner, come to this. I got to have group dinners. I wish I had time for one-on-one. -on -one. I, you know, I got to invite friends and introduce them to each other. I became kind of a, you know, 
I'm a good social broker that way, that I end up introducing a lot of good quality people to other good quality people, because I don't have time to go to dinner with one or two people. It's, it's going to be a group. Whatever I do, it's going to be a group. And um, you know, this is a high quality problem. It is a problem, but it's a high quality problem. But it made me think a lot more, you know, that, that thought from a couple months ago that I mentioned of like, oh, there, there was a time in my life where I wouldn't have done anything if I didn't know what the financial value was. And really now I think about relationships a lot more. And I don't say that to be noble. I'm not a religious person. I don't believe in an afterlife. I think ethics or morals are tremendously subjective, primarily subjective things that, that humans have in their head. But I, I don't say it for any moral or ethical or, or kind reason. But when I just think about like, the type of creature that I am and how I'd like to spend my life, I want to be around high quality people. They're, they're smart. They're motivated. I could learn something from them. You could feel comfortable without these crazy filters. You could say what you want to say and be who you sincerely are around each other. And it uh, doesn't mean that everybody agrees with every single thing about each other, but you're in, a, in an environment where you, know, you're, you still have freedom of speech. You still have freedom of expression. You could be yourself. You could unashamedly be yourself. Unashamedly be yourself. And there's other you know, intelligent, productive people who are happy to be a part of that. That's, that's how my life is, you know? So you know, when, I, when I say something, when somebody tries to give me 20 grand, and it's not, if it's not the right type of person, it would destroy the system. You, would just, you, know, the, you can't destroy the, 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 the ecosystem. You've got a beautiful ecosystem, but it's a little fragile. You, start, you, know, you let anybody in, you fuck it all up. When you've got so many great people around, like fantastic people, like people that I would have dreamed to spend time with when I was a kid, just to be hanging out with those people. When you got a lot of fucking fantastic people around, I just don't have time to go spend with some, you know, you know, excellence crowds out great, which crowds out good and mediocre and shit and even worse, you know? You just don't have time for it. It ain't got to be such a bitter struggle. In your head, it feels hard and grindy and tough and, mm. it's, man, go create better options and invite them to come with. And if they don't want to come with, leave them right where they're at. Just leave them right where they're at. Let them sort it out. They don't like your plan? All right, they're going to follow their plan. But that don't mean that you've got to follow their plan. Go create a better situation and invite them to come with. And if they don't want to come with, there'll be a point that your situation got so much better they're no longer qualified to go with. Not because you're mean, not because you're bitter with them. Just, they just didn't make the decisions that you did. And if you don't do that, if you don't go create a better life that you can invite them to, you're just going to be miserable with them. It ain't like they're going to respect or appreciate that you're sacrificed to go be miserable together. You're not going to like it. You're just going to be a fucking bitter person, too. So just go do something. Go make the best that you can and try to show them a better way. And if they don't want to come, you can't force somebody to do it. You can't force somebody to do something they're not. It's a waste of your time to try. You're just going to create resentment in these relationships. I know that's not what you want to hear, but that's just what it is, man. In my spare time, I always think about, you know, I, I, don't, I don't allow myself to have spare time. Um, but in my spare time, I'm listening to an audio book generally. And it's usually about one of those topics. You know, it's like, well, you know, how could I understand better how to use my time and my resources? How could I understand better, you know, something about myself or my, my own thought processes or about how some, some people in certain circumstances that maybe I didn't experience, but probably if I had similar circumstances, I would be thinking like them. So, you know, what are some of the, the thoughts that I have or other people have given various contexts? And that's really useful information, you know? And then, you know, how could I be a better communicator to make myself more useful to others? And I would, I would argue that communication stuff, and I think this is of interest to, to, to you two particularly, and maybe many others here, is that I would argue that communication, effective communication, is not getting along with everybody. 
It's not, and this goes back to your question, kind of. It's like, I'm not trying to get along with everybody. I am very good at cutting through the bullshit of getting, you know, well, who are the right people to spend time with and who are the wrong people to spend time with? And I don't spend time with people that I don't like. And it's the greatest gift that you could have in the world is the, is the, the freedom to spend your time around high-quality people that are, that are thinking and doing and industrious people, you know? Because I, I learn new things every day from those people. I really learn a lot of things from my clients and my friends. I don't want any stupid friends. I don't even want stupid clients. I want somebody that I can learn something from where it's gonna be a good experience, it's gonna be impactful for their life, they're gonna do something meaningful and have a change in their life because of it, it's gonna make their life a lot better. And uh, we have a fun experience together. And some of those people become very long-term friends for me. This video is brought to you by moneyberg.com. I want you to go to moneyberg.com right now to see where you can meet me live when I come to a city near you. I want you to be part of our audience, I want you to be part of our elite success programs, I want you to be part of the fun. Most importantly, I want you to ensure your success and your financial independence working with me while we travel around the world and help people live their dreams. Go to BernieDeBerg.com. Success is closer than you think. It's waiting for you there.